Hi, and welcome to the Walk-In Transformation Podcast, where we discuss the different insights, principles, and strategies you can use to overcome challenges, fears, self-doubt, and negative thinking. We need this now more than ever before because people are tired, people are hurting, and even though we are turning the corner on COVID-19, people are still unsure of what the future holds for them. I'm Richard Coles of RHCG Motivation, your host. And if you're just tuning in for the very first time, you are going to love the real stories, interviews, and powerful talks to help you make it through your day with as little stress and drama as possible. Welcome back to all of you who have subscribed, and I'm very grateful for you. So let's just jump right on in to this week's topic. In this episode, I'll be discussing imagination and the role it plays in having an unstoppable vision for your life. In last week's episode, I gave you kind of an intimate look into some of the events and experiences in my life that have shaped who I am today. I got a few questions from a few people after they had listened to the podcast that really made me stop and think for a moment. All of these questions were basically the same question, just in a different form. Why would I expose myself to that extent? Why would I talk about such a dark time in my life when I'm trying to build my brand? The answer is that my life is an open book. It's very important for me to talk to you about the tough times and the hard times because there is no other way to tell you how I overcame that stuff other than through my personal example. Imagine this. You just walked up to a minefield and you know that you have to get to the other side of that minefield. Now you have two people standing on the other side screaming, Hey, listen to me. Follow my direction. I can get you through this minefield. So you decide to follow the first person's advice, and you start taking your steps. And you're gone. You see, the first person has never crossed this minefield, but they do have a diagram. But a lot of good that did you. So let's rewind and say that you decided to listen to the second person. So you start walking, turning where this person tells you to turn, slowing down where this person tells you to slow down. And before you know it, you are on the other side. The second person has been through this minefield many times, back and forth. Always, always take the advice of someone who has been through the minefield of life because he or she knows where all the mines are. As a matter of fact, they made it to the other side of whatever they're dealing with and they can tell you how to get through it. A lot of people are afraid to talk about the struggles that they have gone through the dark periods in their lives. Without the story of how you've made it through what you are facing, we don't get the benefit of being able to grab the insights, principles, and strategies that you leaned on so heavily during the hard times and struggles. That's why it's so important because wrapped up in your struggles, heartaches, and hard times are roadmaps for everyone else to follow and get through just like you did. What ends up happening, though, when we don't hear your stories, that kind of speaks to where we are today in this microwave society with all of these life hacks that create shortcuts to get where you want to be in life faster or without going through so much of the pain. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. The thing about shortcuts is that they leave you shortchanged. We will see the gleaming, shining person that is before our eyes, but we don't see how they looked when they were going through the struggle. We end up leaving out a little step here, a little step there, and before you know it, 
all of these seemingly insignificant steps you skipped come back to bite you in the butt. You were never advised on how to deal with the unexpected happenings of life. This is why I have no problem talking about the dark times in my life, because I know that at some point you will hear something that you can use to help you get out of where you are. Don't believe all of these pictures and videos of these people living amazing lives that you see on social media. Most of these people, now I'm not saying all, but most of these people are just showing you a life that they want you to believe that they are living. If you could pull back the curtain, you would see and hear how much pain they are really in. It's easy to hide when you're in the public eye, but you cannot hide from yourself. What I'm saying is that you cannot just jump or thrust yourself into a lifestyle without personal development or developing your character. These are the things that help you create that life that you want everybody to see or that you want to have for yourself. Having a vision for your life is so much more than just creating it out of thin air and then showing it to everyone. Having a vision for your life involves a little bit of work to get detailed about what you want, how you would live, and who you will be as you live the life that you are creating. Everything is created twice. First, in the mind. Then, it is manifested as our reality. The vision that you have for your life, be it intentional or by default, will manifest itself just the way you design it. Make no mistake about it. What do I mean by default, you may ask? Well, that's a good question, my friend. I'm going to get right back to that. But first, I want to take a quick break to recognize our sponsors and those who support us, because without you all, there would be no us. Welcome back, everyone. And we left off with living by default. What that means is that if you don't create a vision for your life, then the vision that you have for your life by default will be all over the place. You're going to go here. You're going to go there, chasing this, chasing that. And you will never be able to focus on a detailed or a specific vision. Your life will reflect unhappiness, stress, depression and anxiety. All of the attributes of an unfulfilled life sounds a little harsh, I know, but it's the truth. When I lost sight of the vision that I had for my life, things only spiraled out of control because I lost sight of my vision. I could not see where I was going. The only thing that I saw was living in the moment. The only thing that I saw was doing what I had to do to get through another day. Looking back, the only way that I could have moved past where I was was to accept and admit that I was where I was because of the way that I thought, my thinking habits, because of the way that I behaved, my behavior habits, and the people that I associated with. Now, that was really hard for me to admit. I mean, almost impossible. It would be hard for anybody to admit that this life, this depression, this anger, this frustration that they're feeling is their fault. But I had to because that's the only way that I could have started getting better. That's the only way that you will start improving from where you are to get to where you want to be. You have to start right where you are. Not where you wish you were, not where someone else says you should be, not where you think you should be, but right where you are. And thank God for my vision, because it's my vision 
that really, really, really snatched me back to reality. Now, let me tell you a little bit about vision. You see, there are four things that the vision for your life will do for you. First, it's going to cause you to set an intention for your life that is totally, I mean totally, out of your comfort zone. Second, it's going to help you describe what the expanded version of your life will look like. It's going to give you a glimpse into that. Third, it's going to identify different areas of your life that you will have to develop along the way to experiencing that vision. It's going to tell you who you have to become. And fourth, it will cause you to develop and stir up enough emotion inside of you to move when you don't feel like moving. So many people unfortunately create a vision for their life that is only lukewarm. This kind of vision may stir your soul for a short while, but soon you're going to find yourself losing interest in your vision because it's not powerful enough. This is why you are always working on and fine-tuning your vision because you never want to lose sight of it. Now, when you do properly create the vision for your life that you want, if you do lose sight of it, at some point it will begin reaching out and grab you and shake you in order to wake you up out of whatever sleep you have fallen into. That's what happened to me when I lost sight of my vision. It reached down into that dark place that I was and it grabbed me by my collar and it shook me until I woke up. It stirred my soul enough for me to have the energy that I needed to get out of that place that I was in and get back into the intention that I had set for my life. It gave me the power to take the steps that I had to take, which were not easy steps at all. Goals will definitely motivate you, but your vision your vision is what supercharges your goals. Your vision is actually a combination of all of the goals that you have set for yourself and will continue to set for yourself because your vision outlines the steps along the way that you need to take in order to hit these goals. Now, as you begin hitting your goals, you begin to get excited because you become aware of the fact that you are starting to realize your vision. So when you have a vision for your life, the people, places, and things in your life will start to reflect that vision. In other words, you're not just going to hang out with killers, prostitutes, and drug dealers if you're trying to be a successful business owner, teacher, musician, or even if you're just trying to raise a happy, healthy family. If your vision is being a husband, a happily married man with a wonderful wife who loves you for you and supports you, then you're not going to be running around with different women on a regular basis. That just does not fit the vision that you have for your life. Where your imagination comes into play is that you actually start imagining yourself as living the kind of life that you truly wish to live. Your vision will start bringing life to your action. Your imagination brings life to your vision. You start taking time to dream of what it would be like to own that successful business. You start taking time to dream of what it would be like to come home after a long day of work and having your wife or husband hug you and helping you forget that this world can sometimes be so unforgiving just by them putting their arms around you. You begin to imagine yourself as driving that car that you really, really wanted. I mean, you begin to imagine yourself as being happy. 
when you've been sad most of your life. Our imagination is not a place where we go to escape reality. Our imagination is where we go to discover our truest reality. Let me say that again. Our imagination is not a place where we go to escape reality. Our imagination is where we go to discover our truest reality and then start moving toward that reality. If we only accept what we can see, the people in our circle, the job that we have just because we've got to pay bills, the marriage that seems to be deteriorating, how we look and how unhappy we are with the way we look. If we just accept these things that we see and the experiences that we have every day, then we have no chance of changing what we see. The beginning of change is dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction does not mean that you are ungrateful. It means that you know that there is another level to your life. It means that you know that there is more. Either you have to come up with a plan or a strategy, well, a plan and a strategy, or continue to tolerate and accept where you are. You don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. Your imagination is one of the most powerful tools that God has given you. It has been said many times that time travel does not exist, but that's only true in our outer world. Through the use of your imagination, however, you can jump ahead to the future life that you want to design for yourself. You can take a look at it. You can take a glimpse. In doing so, in getting into your imagination, these steps will be revealed to you that you can follow to get there. The beautiful thing about a vision for your life is that it will tell you who has to be removed from your life. It will tell you what places you can no longer visit. It will tell you what treatment that you will no longer accept or endure. And it will also tell you the mindset that you must work toward developing, or in other words, who you must become. I know you remember when you were a child how you used to think about just putting out that fire or, you know, just having the perfect tea party or saving the town from these bad guys. Or in my case, it was hitting that winning shot as the clock hits zero or even saving the world from Godzilla and King Kong. I know that's sci-fi, but those things were real in my imagination. I know that you remember these things and it was so serious for you probably just like it was for me because you would become whoever it was that you imagined that you were at that point. And sometimes you even went to that place in your imagination over and over and over again because it felt good to you. Every sports figure, doctor, lawyer, astronaut, TV host, they never stopped imagining themselves as who they wanted to be. So tell me, why can't you get back in touch with your imagination and see yourself in a marriage that's working out for you, that's fulfilling for both you and your partner? Why can't you see yourself in your imagination as an award-winning salesman, saleswoman in your company that does it because she loves what she does or he does? Why can't you get back in touch with your imagination and see yourself as the mother or father that has a child who is graduating college with honors instead of just focusing on how hard it is for your child in school right now? Why can't you get back into your imagination and see that? I will tell you why. Because we have been taught and conditioned at an early age to move away from imagination and to focus on reality. 
We have been conditioned over the years to stop using imagination as a roadmap because reality is right here in front of us. The truth is that everything that we see in our reality, the way that we frame things in our reality, these things, we saw them in our imaginations first. Because so much of the stuff that was poured into us, we began to imagine and think these things over and over and over again. And, you know, these people that told us, they were our friends. They were our parents. They were people that we loved. They were people around us. And we had no idea. We had no idea what preferences, what prejudices were in their mind, what fears they had. All we know is that these people knew what was best for us because either they were older than us or they were cooler than us. I was listening to a podcast one night called the Unlocking Us podcast with Brene Brown. Awesome woman, awesome podcast. I suggest it for all the women and men too, as a matter of fact. She was interviewing a best-selling author by the name of Glennon Doyle. She was amazing too. She told the story of how she took a group of girls to a safari park and how the girls wanted to go see an event called the cheetah run. They go to this event and the zookeeper explained how they had raised this cheetah from a little cub right next to a Labrador in order to tame her. Everybody was excited about the event. The cheetah would every day do the exact same thing as a performance for all that came to see. So the zookeepers would tie a dirty pink stuffed bunny to the back of a jeep and the cheetah would chase this bunny and it would be rewarded with a stake after it had finished its performance. Now here is this majestic, powerful creature that can run 60 miles an hour that has been trained to just perform for human satisfaction. She went on to explain that at one point, her and her daughter, they looked at this cheetah after it had done the run, and it was slowly walking around the perimeter of the gates, and it was prowling, it looked like. It, it kept inside of its area, of course, but it was on the prowl. It looked like it was surveying everything to see if it could get away and just get back out into the wild to just be a cheetah. But she said that it would also from time to time glance back at the smiling zookeepers and its little cage. And each time it did that, you could almost completely see the change in its temperament. Now, if a cheetah can be trained and guided to be something other than what it naturally is, the same can be done with us. Our imagination, it gives us the freedom to really be who it is that we want to be. It gives us the freedom to live where we want to live, work where we want to work, to go to college or not, to marry or not, regardless of what others who were raising us or teaching us may have taught us. You see, we have no idea what kind of limited thinking was resting in the minds of those who were shaping our minds. Like I said before, we don't know what prejudices, preferences, dislikes that they had, but we just accepted it because, again, they were adults. What I'm saying here is that you do get to decide what your life will be and who you will be as you live that life. There's a story of a little girl who really dreamed of being an astronaut. She used to talk to her mother about it every day. I mean, many times a day. But soon she stopped because her mother convinced her after telling her time and time again that she will never have the money to go to school because they were poor. She told this little girl that the best that she could do is when she grows up, get married, get herself a good job, and just make sure that her and her husband don't have to worry about being poor. 
live a good, normal life. Well, she took her advice. But after a few years of living in this particularly normal, dull, and boring life, this woman found that she could not shake her depression. Her husband didn't know what he could do. He didn't understand what was going on with her. And the only help that he could give her was to take her to the hospital to seek medical help. Well, while in the hospital speaking with one of the counselors during a little session that they were having for her, I guess it was a pre-screening session or whatever the case may be, she started drawing pictures of rocket ships and planets and space and different things. She would drift off even in mid-conversation and look at the ceiling with this goofy smile on her face. They asked her, of course, what are you doing? And she told the counselor, after she removed her gaze from the ceiling and looked right into her eyes, she said, I remember now what makes me happy. I remember what makes me feel like I'm alive and that I matter. She never became an astronaut, but she does work for NASA and her family life and her personal life. They are amazing. You see, who she was was taken from her and something else was substituted in its place. Something that she did not want, something that she did not imagine for herself. When she returned to her childhood and looked into her imagination again, it became very clear to her. So she sat down every day and wrote out her vision for her life. And it was not the vision that her mother had for her. It was her vision. It was the vision that she had for herself when she was a little child, and it never, never left. That's where her happiness was. That's where your happiness is. That's where your fulfillment is. That's where your peace and excitement is. Rediscover who you are. And if who you are right now is not in alignment with who you thought you would be, you can do something about that. But it all starts first with having a vision for your life. The reason I talk so much about having a vision for your life is that it is probably one of the most important reasons that people are not where they want to be. They're just kind of living, you know, just kind of going here and there, just tossed wherever the wind will take them. I've said it before. If you cannot see where you are driving your life, you will crash and you will not like the condition that you end up in. Here's some food for thought. And we all love food. I know I do. Where are you right now? In other words, what does your life look like? Is this the way that you thought your life would be going? Does it seem like there's something missing? Like you're just not satisfied with the way that you're living? What about the work that you're doing right now? Are you passionate about the work you're doing right now? Or do you just have a job that helps you take care of the bills that you need to take care of? Do you really have a sense of purpose and feel like every day is something that's important to you? Or does it feel like every day is just the same routine over and over again for you? The most important question is, however, who are you? Are you who they told you that you should be or shouldn't be? Does your life reflect someone else's opinion of how you should live and who you are? Really think about this last question because it's really important, not for me, but for you. If you are following someone else's roadmap, yeah, you can get to where they want you to go. But you will never get to where you want to go unless it coincides with where they want to go. These questions will help you start defining your vision for your life.
As you start thinking about the vision for your life, forget about what everyone else thinks. You might be thinking that you just don't have time to write a vision for your life or you don't know where to start. Look, it's okay to feel that way, but it's not okay to continue to feel that way and do nothing about it. You can invest no more than a half an hour a day if you want. That's more than enough to start getting some clarity on your vision. Your life vision does not have to be super elaborate. Your life vision does not have to be super detailed. Remember, this is going to be a work in progress. You're going to want to start thinking about four different areas in your life. Relationships, health, financial, emotional. These are the areas that you want to focus on. Focusing on these different areas will help make what you're doing seem less demanding and even less intimidating. Ask yourself, how good would you like each of these situations to be? Now, you're going to ask this question about every area of your life. And please don't limit yourself. Think about how really good it could be. I want you to approach this outside of the limits that the rest of the world and everyone else that you know has placed on you. I want you to approach this with the curiosity and excitement of a child when that child feels like they can do or be anything. Okay, so maybe you are not the most productive person in your office. Maybe you do not feel like you're the best mother in the world. Maybe you do not think that you're able to love yourself until you lose 10, 30, 50 pounds. Maybe you feel like the marriage that you're in isn't working and you're to blame. Once you start working on the vision for your life, a lot of the necessary steps that you need to improve your situation will reveal themselves to you. But once you have started, you will start to feel a little bit better because you'll start feeling like you're moving. And all you need to do is make continued, consistent, focused movement in the direction of your vision. Again, I'm Richard Coles of RHCG Motivation, and I believe in you. I behold the Christ in you, and I speak health, prosperity, and purpose into your life right here, right now. I truly hope this episode will add a little more value to your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and even share it with your friends because you never know who might need a little bit of encouragement or just to know that someone really cares. Remember that you do matter and that you have always mattered. Remember that you are good enough and that you have always been good enough. I thank you for spending some time with me and I'll see you next week. And remember, stay groovy.